0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You're
0: listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you
2: doing today? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good. It's been a... a been a wild weekend. I, I'm, uh, I'm exhausted and uh, man wiped out. But things are things are great. Yeah, I got my little baby uh, baptized into the church this weekend, so that was kind of fun and uh, man really special. Yeah. I had a lot of family and. In town for that and um had some of my baptist friends they were giving me a hard time they were like man that's the fanciest uh, baby dedication i've ever seen you know so <laughs> but uh man yeah it was, it was great had a lot of a lot of fun man so um yeah but man wiped out we just you know had family in town all weekend and uh getting geared up for a big week because we've got a got an event here in town later this week but um uh, yeah what, what's going on with you man how, how are things in uh in houston the bayou the bayou the bayou city <laughs>
0: They're doing good, man. It's been, uh, it's been good. You know, it, we've, uh, you know, I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes we've been working on this play, and uh, I kind of ran into kind of some good news and bad news with that. The bad news is that we had to push things back, but the good news is instead of doing this kind of closed door showing, we're actually going to try to do it for about run it for about a month and a half. Uh, oh, wow! So, yeah, so that people will actually be able to to come to it and not just a, a select yeah. few. So no, that's great. Um, yeah, it is. It is. It's interesting because like when you change the scheduling. Uh, you risk losing like half your cast, if not all your cast. So we'll see what ends up happening with that.
2: It's uh, so that,
0: a world I'm just not super familiar with, you
2: know, but it is, uh, I mean, it's encouraging just to hear that, you know, you're you're enjoying navigating it and, um, you know, things are things are working out. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't lost my mind yet. So yeah,
0: it's, it's been good. It's been good. Well, you, um, you can't <laughs> lose what you don't have, Bo. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, and let me tell you what we do have, and that's some amazing listeners. Uh, we've got some amazing supporters. In fact, we now have some, some amazing new club members that we got to give a shout out to. Oh, man, right, man, that's f- great. First up, Squire Level, Kevin M. <laughs>
2: And <laughs> Kevin M. Man, I guess M. that's say you say it. M E H M. Yeah, man. Kevin. Yeah, dude, you, you Kevin have a short interesting this last room. name, dude. That's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I love this cuz like we've got two new squire members. The first one is Kevin, and I feel like his last name is just set, it's just set up for me just to go M. <laughs> uh, but yeah, E H um Kevin, thanks so much for uh, for joining us. The next one I feel like is trying to At the to squire charm level, me. yeah. At the squire level. Now, of course, what I mean by this is that everyone knows <laughs> That when you join the club, you get your name mispronounced. Well, uh this next person chose to abbreviate yeah. their last name, which I can only assume would have been a a a, um, a a unique thing to pronunciate. I don't know, I only have a letter, but uh uh and I can't even I can't even mispronounce it. Chris V. Chris V joining at the squire level. And it's trolling Chris, me it's along Chris the way. V. Chris V. Well, and this there could be a couple of reasons
2: for this, right, Bo? I mean, Chris might want to remain anonymous. Uh, he we do may, have a
0: lot of pipe smoker listeners that like to remain anonymous. Th- Is this
1: true. He's want, probably yeah, a pastor they,
2: <laughs> trying to want, yeah, right? He's probably some Baptist preacher sitting in the exactly. woods somewhere. <laughs> He's like, man, they'll run me out of town if they find me uh, associated with these fools. Um, right. No, nah, you know, so you just you never know. But uh, it, he may have some goofy uh, last name that he doesn't want to put you through the uh, uh, excruciating effort to pronounce. But regardless, we're uh, we're thankful for Chris, man.
0: All right. Well, yes, absolutely. We are. And thank you so much for joining at the Squire level. And then also, man, at the Pilgrim level, we got joining uh, Robert uh, Wilkerson. Wilkerson, yeah. Robert
2: Wilkerson, man, joining at the Pilgrim level. That is wonderful, dude. Thank you so much. And (laughs) uh, hopping on board, man, making this show possible.
0: See, at least that gives me something to work with right there. I mean, obviously, I know how to say Wilkerson, but they, they give me something to work with. And that that's yeah. thats thats what's important, uh, aside from, you know, supporting the show, which we would not be able to do this show without you guys. So thank <laughs> y'all so much. Man, that's
2: right. The Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. You can join at uh, patreon.com slash radio And we are so uh, grateful for everyone there that supported us. And, uh, man, some cool member benefits, and uh, we'd love to have yeah. you on board.
0: Shout out to the lounge too. Uh, I just got uh, got done wearing my bouncer's cap and getting uh, getting everybody oh, yeah. in. Uh, I hope if you're still if you still did not get in, but you are in fact a club member, let me know. I know that look, there's a lot of y'all that will that that y'all get to the door and and you're like, oh man, you know, I'm not a club member, but I've been listening forever. And and don't get me wrong, we greatly appreciate you've been listening yes, forever, and, and we hope absolutely. you continue to listen forever. <laughs> but this is this is specifically something that benefits those who are being able to financially support the show because honestly. You, you would not be able to listen forever if not for their support. And so we really want to make sure that we're we're upping them big time. But uh, anyway, so I always feel bad when turning folks away at the door. <laughs> I'm not a good right. bouncer, man. That's why it takes me not. three months you, to you, get everybody you, in.
2: I was about to say, they really need to find someone more or less codependent to uh, to be the yeah. gatekeeper.
0: <laughs> right. Well, not you then. <laughs>
2: we third, we, uh, no offense to any client. of our listeners that might be named Guido, but we really need a, a, a guy named Guido, you know, just, yeah. a, just a burly Facebook, uh, you know, personality that just really, uh, I, I don't know, can uh, can get in people's face. I, I don't. Yeah, it th- exactly. doesn't really sound like a country squire kind of person, but I, I don't know. We can uh, maybe
0: we can stretch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Well, hey, man, we've got a great episode planned uh, plan for this week. You know, we are coming yeah. up on the uh the old holiday season. We got some fun things in the works as we get closer to the end of the year here, but man, this is a, th- I think this is really good. This is going to be a good um a, a good primer as we go into the holiday season. Yeah. I, in, in many respects, you could almost kind of consider this a pipe smoking 101, except for the fact that I kind of, because I do feel like no matter who you are, this is going to uh, be applicable. Whether or not you are um, you are a pipe smoker yourself, whether or not you have a, a pipe smoker in your life and you are not one or you are one, yep. Uh, yep. we're going to be addressing those concerns that are probably top of mind for you as we talk about the do's and don'ts of buying a tobacco uh, as a gift or buying a tobacco related gift yeah. uh, for that person of pipe enthusiasm in your that's, life
2: that special pipe
0: smoker in your life yeah exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> man no th- that's exactly right Bo. i thought this would be a fun um man a fun uh thing to chat about i was actually approached about this particular uh, episode topic. And I thought oh, it was really? great. It's, it's incredibly timely because we are getting ready. Uh, most of us, you know, I, I think if you're anything like me, haven't done really any, uh, kind of Christmas shopping or planning, uh, yet. And so we're, you know, uh, looking, uh, you know, thinking, uh, uh, in our mind, like, okay, well, when I do do that, which will probably be like the day before Christmas, um, in, you know, I, I need to be thinking about these things or, Oh, I think this would be good for that person. You know, you start kind of plotting it out in your mind. I was approached by uh, I'm in a in a group called the Reformed Pipe and Cigar Lounge, which Bo, I think you actually might be uh, in as well, and uh,
0: begrudgingly sometimes, but I probably shouldn't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's uh you know it it it, it, it's fun. Uh, it's one of the tamer so Reformed. uh, There's a group of Reformed Christians that are online, and they kind of you know just uh talk about pipe smoking and cigars and their interest in that, but also occasionally pepper in theology and things of that nature. And um, so I happen to be a member of that. Group and there, uh, it was approached approached by Chris Seha, who's kind of quarterbacking their um, uh, you know attempt to do a secret. Uh, Santa kind of gift swap uh, this That's year. Fun. And, uh, man, just really cool, you know, uh, he, he was like, you know, we, we've got this going on, but a lot of times folks don't really know, um, you know, what to look for. Maybe they're looking outside of their wheelhouse as far as, a, you know, they get, uh, you know, a pipe smoker in their life that, uh, you know, really likes Virginia tobaccos and they don't smoke Virginia tobacco. They don't even know what that means, you know. And so how do you, uh, how do you kind of, um, you know, maybe give some uh, tips to people that are looking for something that they might not be that familiar with and, and also like you said um, you know you've got those pipe those people that are buying for pipe smokers that um, maybe aren't pipe smokers themselves or, or don't you know aren't familiar with it at all so this is just kind of our uh, you know effort to uh, you know give you some do's and don'ts again for the that buying guide and and that type of thing so um, yeah you know it can be difficult buying for someone's tastes that mm. uh, are different from yours if you are a pipe smoker um, it can be hard um, and, and you know you're often tempted to find something uh, that is similar to what uh, you like, right? Um, You know, it's like, man, I, you know, this would be a really great gift if I received it. Obviously, it's something that they would want to receive too. Well, you know, not necessarily. It's kind of like when you buy, um, you know, your wife a set of pots and pans for uh you know christmas or something and and you know you're like well i mean i would want that but you might be kind of communicating like i really just want you to cook you know
0: <laughs> right sure
2: so it's one of those things where you have to um you know you just have to kind of be mindful uh try to figure out as much as you like of of what that person uh enjoys and then um and what you know try to figure out as much as you um you can of, about what that person enjoys and set your own prejudices aside um you know, you don't know uh, where to start uh, sometimes when you're kind of looking outside of your wheelhouse. So, um, you know, just uh, you have to be thoughtful when you, uh, you know, are going for different tastes. So, just some just some things to think about here. Uh, number one is to be brand conscious. Uh, when you're buying a pipe tobacco uh, for a for another pipe smoker or, you know, for a pipe smoker, be brand conscious. Some brands have a better uh, reputation than others. You know, they're, uh, we've mm. got a, a strata of brands, right? And so, um, well, that doesn't help me a lot because maybe I don't know about uh, pipe tobacco brands or something of that nature. But, um, you know, if you have been in the pipe smoking world for a while, you, you know who we're talking about, right? Like, um, you know, those are kind of uh, relatively obvious. I mean, we've got you <laughs> uh, you know, well-known names like, uh, Cornell and Deal, uh, Peterson, Mac Barron, uh, Sutliff, GLPs. These are, uh, kind of the, you know, the Honda Accord, Toyota Camry, you know, of the, uh, of the pipe smoking world, right? You know, that whatever you get from them, uh, with them, they're going to be quality products. There uh, is going to be some thought, you know, put into the products. They have broad appeal. Um, you know, they're easily, uh, readily available and that type of thing. And so, um, you know, if, if you're, a uh, Smoker, uh, you know that wants to buy a, a safe bet for someone. Those are some good brands to start with. If you're a, um, if you're buying for someone that is not is a new pipe smoker, maybe they're a new pipe smoker and you're kind of looking for something fun to buy for them. Um, any of those brands would be a, a good place to go because it would expose uh, that new pipe smoker to, um, you know, some of the most popular lines that are out there. Correct? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, to me, that makes sense. Right. It's like if it's a new pipe smoker, well, you, you want them to, you know, try, um, you know, uh, you know, Peterson, um, you know, uh, Nightcap now, which is which is now a Peterson brand or, uh, you know, maybe uh, Sutliff Multidolce, Dolce or, uh, you know, the Mac Barron Scottish uh, blend. One of these things it's, uh you know, those are uh, tobaccos that uh, folks just ought to kind of have in their wheelhouse or, you know, have at least at least tried. So well, it almost like um, helps you train the
0: palate a little bit, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's like you know, not having had a Coca Cola. Like, well, you know, just just <laughs> right. I
1: don't, if you don't
2: right. like soft drinks, you at least need to know what a Coca Cola tastes like. You know, go mm-hmm. go 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 drink a Coca Cola. Um, you know, expect um, you can expect quality from uh those brands that are that are excellent. But but let's say you're talking about you know someone that um that has smoked for a long time. Uh, and, you know, if you are in a, in a pipe tobacco group uh, where, you know, maybe it, it's a bunch of different pipe tobacco enthusiasts that are there, um, this might be more of that, uh, you know, you, you may run into this more readily, right, or, more, you know, more, um, more often is where you're buying for someone who's been smoking for, um, you know, for a really long time. And so if that's the case, you may want to uh, try to find something that's a little more off the beaten path. Um, you know, high quality brands that maybe don't have the name recognition uh, of other brands. And, and you know, the they, they've been around in some cases a really long time. Um, but they're not the, you know, maybe they're not the Toyota Camry and the Honda Accord. Maybe they're like the uh, Subaru Outback or the uh, Hyundai you know, uh, whatever their car is, <laughs> uh, Accord? Uh, I no Hyundai, Hyundai. I, I, not uh, Hyundai, Nanda, but yeah. So you know, it's I, th- like, I
0: thought that's just how we said it down here. My bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Um, you know, so maybe maybe it's one of those brands that uh, you know are kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Now some of these uh, names are more recognizable than others, but uh, you've got folks like uh, Brebia, uh, Fourth Generation, uh, John Aylesbury. Uh, Rainer, uh, James Fox, Solani, Vowen, Wessex. Uh, you know, some of these uh, tobacco brands have been around a very long time and are made by uh, some of the world's best tobacco, house, you know, uh, blending houses. But, um, you know, maybe they're just not quite as uh, as popular as some of the other ones for whatever reason. They haven't gotten or received the uh, the broad appeal that, uh, that some of the other ones have. And so, um, you know, uh, you've got other ones too that you know aren't as commonly consumed, but it, it's more of a function of the fact that they're not they're not readily available. You know, we're talking mm. about blends mm. like uh, things like, of course, Esoterica or uh, anything from the Germain company. Uh, nowadays, Ratrays is really hard to get your hands on, um, mm. and so those are those are things as well you might want to think about for the more. Uh, the pipe smoker that's been around a while. Maybe he's tried most of the products from Mac Barron or, uh, you know, Peter Stokeby or, um, you know, Cornell and Deal or Sutleff. So, um, just some thoughts there as far as being brand conscious, um, you know, there. So, number two, uh, you want to be price sensitive. Uh, Price sensitive, you know, this is is true. It's, uh, you may have found the most uh, lovely $5 trinket uh, out there, but, but in, in the end, it's still a uh, a five dollar gift, you know. And mm. um, you know, there is something to be said for you know receiving something that's nice. Um, kind of the kind of the standard for a premium tin tobacco, as far as the. The MSRP on that tobacco is going to be ten dollars. Ten dollars is is kind of the and up is kind of the sweet spot for a premium tin. Now, now you know I say ten dollars. A lot of times you'll find these tins that are sold online for under that. So you're not you're not looking for the sale price. You're looking for the MSRP price. But a safe place to go there is uh, you know is is the ten dollar and up mark for MSRP. You're looking for that little grayed out number that's got a line through it on uh, on your favorite uh, you know tobacco website. <laughs> um But you know, uh, you know, just try to avoid, uh, you know. To be honest, some of the drugstore brands. The goal is to find, uh, you know, the something that the smoker is going to like, um, you know. But maybe not something that you'll necessarily, uh, you know, get at Walgreens. Uh, You know, the the goal is to find something that, um, you know, maybe they are likely to enjoy but haven't tried yet, or maybe treat them to something that uh, they wouldn't buy for themselves, right? Mm. Um, You know, that's always key for me. It's like like, what can I, when I'm buying a gift, Bo, I don't know about you, but I'm always like, what can I gift this person that I know they would not buy for themselves? Like, exactly, tr- tr- yeah. you know what I mean? I, to me, that's like really special. Like, cause you're tempted, let's say you got 50 bucks and you're buying a gift. Well, y- you know, you could like buy a whole lot of one thing for, for $50, but that one thing might be something that, you know, the person you're gifting it to might be more you know, likely to buy for themselves. But what about that really special thing that might eat up the entire $50? But like, mm. you know, it's, um, it, and, and so you're getting less bang for your buck, but it's something that, you know, that person is really going to appreciate because they probably wouldn't have gone out and bought it for themselves. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. It's like, they, you know, oh, I really want this, but I can't justify the price. Somebody like, I really want to get them a gift. They really want. Oh, and I can justify this price. Cause that's how much I have set aside to give
2: them a gift. That's right. Yeah. That's kind of the idea, You know. So- so I, I don't know. For me, that that just seems to make sense. So again, if it you know if it's sold at a drugstore, we're probably not looking for um, you know for those um, as as far as a gift goes. For I mean, uh, it
0: depends. You know, it, cousin Bubba might think that's just like you know. High, no, high I mean, yes. well,
2: again, you know, we do have <laughs> listeners that smoke over-the-counter tobaccos, but again, um, we're trying to do something like a treat here. You know, this is a uh, this is a special occasion. Now, it, right, it does right. it does depend if um, you know the person that. It does depend if the person that you're buying uh, the gift for, um, you know how close they are to their pet hamster, and so if they <laughs> if they do have. If they do have a pet hamster that they're really close to, maybe it's right. some, you know, they don't have any, uh, you know, significant others or uh, extended family. But, you know, th- this is a, a you know, a, a, p- a part of their life. Maybe they've willed their estate to this hamster. You know, they, they uh, take their hamster for grooming visits to the local vet. Uh, you know, th- that, that this might be the kind of person that you go buy, um, you know, the, uh, the gallon jug of Carter Hall for a nickel uh, for. So j- anyway, just, just throwing that out there.
0: Okay. No, I mean that that makes some sense. I, I, I just uh, it, it is interesting though because the the price aspect of a gift there's so there are so very many uh, reasons why you go in to get a give a gift to someone right and so like you know that hamster grade stuff might make the perfect bad Santa gift, you know? It, no, it might. It might, yeah. I mean, uh, you know,
2: if you are t- looking for something that is supposed to be... I guess we're kind of talking about something that's supposed to be, like, special and a treat and yeah, that kind of thing. But, yeah. I mean, you know, if you, if you do buy... Um, you know, something, I don't know, maybe, maybe what you do is you get, you know, something nice, uh, nicer. And then you kind of throw that, uh, you know, throw that Carter Hall on top of there. I, I don't know, <laughs> but, go. um, it, for the hamster, you know, I mean, you don't want to leave yeah. the hamster out. So with
0: a little tag that says for, for the hamster for, and a l- little hamster. tiny bow. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those YouTube videos where they'll like make the tiniest little hamster sized portion of like a cake or something and serve it to the hamster? So it's like that with a little tiny pipe. (laughs) With a
2: little tiny pipe. That's right. That's right. And and hopefully the folks from Carter Hall are not listening today. Um, Number three, um, do your research. So um, there's uh, obviously a wealth of knowledge online uh, for. Uh, pipe smoking. The best uh, for me, uh, even as a tobacconist, someone that would you know like to think he knows half of what's going on in the tobacco, the premium pipe tobacco world. Um, you know, a, a resource for me regularly is a website that uh, most of us know and love and use, and it's it's just TobaccoReviews.com. com. It's a great website. Um, you know, it's a, a stellar resource for uh, new smokers or folks that uh, might smoke cigars but are buying for the pipe smoker. Um, you know, it, let's say someone uh, really likes a Virginia. Tobacco. Tobacco. You can literally uh, go to that website and type in Virginia, and it'll bring up you know just dozens and perhaps hundreds of different tobaccos that have Virginia in the description. And you can read you know uh, if these tobaccos are flavored, uh, how popular they are, what kind of ratings they get, um, you know the the you know where they're manufactured, and all these kinds of things. So. Some websites, some retail websites uh, that you may already purchase tobacco from, also include bestseller lists. And so maybe you're looking for, uh, you know, a tobacco for that new pipe smoker, and you're like, well, let's let's find out what's on the seller list. What are people smoking so this person can try that? Uh, that's a good way, to, good place to start. And then also, uh, you know, does the tobacco rate well? And then finally, I, well. Uh, almost fine penultimately i think that's the mm. word for the the thing mm-hmm. before the last, final sure. thing but um <laughs> the uh packaging as well so let's be honest like it, some tobacco is is prettier than others right
0: i mean wait you, wait wait do you mean the tobacco itself or are you talking about the packaging i'm talking about the packaging yeah okay, I mean, it, okay. Yep. there's
2: yep. you know there's a reason that you know the 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 premium, the the real fancy cigars come in the really elaborate boxes, you know, and, mm. and and there's a reason that, um, you know, if you have gotten your hands on esoterica before, I mean, what you know, esoterica, it's it, it comes in this incredibly gorgeous, uh, g- silky gold. Uh, you know it, aluminum i mean it's just it's so pretty right it's like man this this packaging you i mean half of it is just that you're buying this gorgeous gold packet gold leaf uh covered thing right it's like you know the code for esoterica is like oh go to the country squire they've got the gold or go to smoking pipes they've got the gold you know <laughs> and so uh you know packaging is important when when someone opens up that uh thing they want to find something that's attractive and so uh you know maybe we're maybe we might um you know avoid the uh, types of tobaccos that are in the little, um, you know, cellophane pouch that's fold, folded over, um, you know, and and uh, that type of thing. I, I don't know. It just depends. But, you know, use your own judgment. But, you know, try to find something that is um, that is attractive. So um.
0: <laughs> try to find something that's attractive
2: <laughs> well, you know, to look at. Right. I mean, it, let's no, say it's got it, you want that wow
0: effect. You want that presentation. <laughs> the, the box opens up and the, the, the glittering of the gold or Um, even, you know, you you look at some of the tens with just this ornate artwork that goes around it and everything. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That, that should, that should absolutely be, um, be part of the package deal for sure. I I, I think, I think so.
2: Finally, I'll, I'll mention this and this is for, you know, maybe you're a pipe smoker uh, who has to buy a gift for a cigar smoker. And so we're going to kind of flip this just real Interesting. Okay. Okay. But you know, may, you know, let's say you're in a group and you know, you've got that one cigar smoker that hangs out with your pipe guys and, He's like, well, I don't really, you know, smoke cigars, but, um, you know, and, and maybe you don't have a cl- close relationship with a tobacconist where someone can recommend something. Um, you, you know, the, the, a lot of the same uh, kind of concepts apply if you're buying, uh, you know, a, a nice gift for a cigar smoker in your life. So, um, again, you know, a price sensitivity. This is something, uh, you know, in the American market, a, um, you know, a good cigar, you know, eight to ten bucks is kind of that starting place. You know, the packaging, you're looking at, uh, you know, how's the uh, cigar, does it have an attractive label and all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, a lot of it is going to be that brand consciousness that we talk about uh, with pipe smoking. And so, um, you know, again, you've got those, uh, you know, Honda Accord, uh, Toyota Camry kind of, uh, you know, brands that are out there. And so if it's a new cigar smoker in your life, you know, you may want to select something from a brand like, I'll just name several that we sell here at the Squire, uh, Rocky Patel, uh, Perdomo, Arturo Fuente, Alec Bradley, uh, Ashton, Drew Estate, uh, Padron, CAO, uh, La Florida Minicana, uh Punch, Macanudo, Cohiba, um, you know, th- these are brands that, uh, you know, uh, Every cigar smoker at some point needs to have tried, right? Like it, you know. That's the; those are the, um, you know, the Cornell and Deal and the Peterson, um, you know, uh, tobaccos of the cigar world. I mean, that's just kind of that uh, Mac Baron. You know, that that's where that's at. And so it's like, man, at some point you probably should have tried something from those, uh, from those, uh, from those guys. If it's a longtime cigar smoker, um, you know, similar to the pipe tobacco, you may want to select something from. Um, you know, somewhere that's a little, a little different, maybe a little off the beaten path, and so um, you know, those are generally, generally referred to as boutique uh, cigar brands, just like we have uh, kind of boutique, uh, you know, tobacco blenders and things of that nature. Um, some of these brands include uh, Southern Draw, uh, Warped Cigars, Crowned Heads, uh, Curavari, uh, Roma Craft. Um, you know, these are cigars that uh, you know have. Um, are, are incredibly high quality or very interesting, but they're just not the, um, you know, this is more maybe like the, you know, the Subaru Outback as opposed to the Toyota Camry, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and and then you have those mature boutique brands. It's brands that people generally still consider, uh, you know, boutique. Maybe this is more like the GLP's kind of tobacco. It's like, well, they're not, you know, as uh, around as like Mac Baron. They're still boutique, but they're kind of, um, you know, they've worked their way into that kind of uh, steady, um, uh, steady, you know, place in the tobacco world, and and you've got cigar brands like that too, like uh, Tatawahe, uh, Caldwell my father and, uh, and and the Oscar cigars as well. Um, so um, anyway, just, uh, you know, some thoughts there if you're looking for that cigar smoker in your life and you're a pipe guy, but because a lot of times we do intermingle, we've got that, we might have our group of pipe guys, but then there's that, that one guy that you're like, well, I don't know what to buy for him, but I imagine he probably wouldn't enjoy, uh, you know, pipe tobacco that he's going to, you know, can't smoke out of his, uh, his pipe that he doesn't own. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> but well, um, man, so that's, uh, that's kind of it. Yeah. I hope it's uh hope it's helpful. And, um, you know, one of those things where, um, worst case scenario, reach out to uh, someone else that smokes a pipe and say, Hey, you know, is this something you would enjoy getting? And I think it'll be a good match for you.
0: One thing that I want to throw into is, uh, uh, seasonal, seasonal blends, seasonal flavored, uh, 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 pipe tobaccos. You know, it, it's, it's interesting because like, I remember as a kid, we had this, I think it was like an aunt, like a great aunt who every single year would give us a giant tub of popcorn. You know those popcorns that's like, they got the three kinds, the cheese kind, <laughs> the butter kind, and the, yep. and like the, and the, the caramel. caramel. Yeah. yep. yep. So mm-hmm. so we would always get this in this giant tub that's like the size of a two-year-old. And on the the tin was like this ornate uh, Santa Claus with like, you know, his bag over the thing and like snowflakes and everything. It was very Christmassy, yeah. right? The problem is we always got it on Christmas. And so like, for like up until the next like February, we still had the Santa Claus big thing <laughs> out that we were pulling from. And so it was always this very weird kind of deal where, you know, it kind of taught me at a young age. Don't give a seasonal gift on the holiday because then they're stuck with like prolonging the, the de- decoration. Kind of well give be- it bu-
2: give it before kind of thing. Yeah.
0: I, well, with, well, with it- most things. But here's the thing. With, with pipe tobacco, it's a little bit different. And as we've talked about in years past and everything. You know, aging tobacco uh, really can yield some really, really amazing kind of flavor profiles and really get kind of the best out of it. And so the benefit, like, you know, you you almost can kind of set up a routine of finding some different holiday blends or seasonal blends and giving them to that special someone for them to put up to enjoy next year while they're enjoying the blend they got from you last year. So it's like, you know, you... You kind of take away the problem of ever having to figure out what you're gonna do year after year after year. You just find something <laughs> that works and just keep it going. <laughs> just roll with
2: it. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's a good point. Yeah, that's it's great. And then it's something that folks get to look forward to and um, you know, you develop a tradition, which I think is fun. So Exactly.
0: Well, good deal, man yep. Traditions are always fun, of course, buying gifts for for folks as we enter into the holiday season. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Just like buying a great quality corncob pipe from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's exactly
2: right, man. There is no greater American tradition than uh, a company like Missouri Meerschaum that's been around for 150 years this year. Uh, The best corncob pipes in the world the most, uh, you know, uh, well-known American uh, pipe maker and uh, and now a fantastic, uh, you know, seller of their own tobaccos. And of course, we talked last week and, um, and, and have in the past about the Missouri Mearsham tobaccos that uh, that are just fantastic. And, and I really encourage folks to try. Uh, we're talking, of course, about the Independence Day Pipe Tobacco, uh, which is a new iteration that they've come out under the same name that they debuted a few years ago. Uh, just a fantastic English aromatic, uh, so tasty, and uh, we encourage you if you didn't listen to last week's episode uh, our tobacco talk check that out see what you think about it and uh, and try it out also uh, their uh, incredible incredible new uh, crumble cake tobacco the Missouri Meersham 150th anniversary Uh, and it is just stellar I cannot tell you how much as a um, you know a, a smoker that enjoys a nuanced uh tobacco with lots of natural flavors but also those uh you know really nice kind of subtle uh sweet elements that are that are sometimes added in to make it fun uh this is a fantastic tobacco that everyone needs to try so um you can get it yourself at corncobpipe.com uh might be a good thing if you are giving a gift for a uh, pipe smoker in your life to uh to try out so yeah, uh, yeah check it out
0: Missouri yeah. Mearsham Tobacco's Absolutely, and big uh, thanks to the good folks at Missouri Mearsham who are helping to make this show happen. Pipe Question of the Week Pipe Question of the Week coming in from our boy Commodore. So here is what Commodore had to say. What's up? It's your boy Commodore. I restore and repair estate pipes as a hobby and as a service. Recently, I got in a batch of pipes and a few pipes had what looked to be like a metal rivet with a hole in the middle. One pipe had a rivet in the bottom of the bowl, one in the side, and another with it uh, in the top of the shank. They were all different brand pipes, but they seemed to all be some sort of uh, of a choke for for the pipe. Mm -hmm. Is this really what they are? Were they added by the owner, do you think, after buying them, or were they manufactured with them? Please let me know because I am bamboozled, and this comes from Commodore <laughs> Perry, which yeah. I got to mention every single, single time I see Commodore's name, I think of like the the uh, '66 Batman film where the Penguin <laughs> went by the name of Commodore Schmidlap, <laughs> and it just, just
2: reminding me of that. So thanks, Commodore. That's fantastic. No, that's great. It's always good to hear from from Commodore Perry, man. So, um, and longtime uh, listener and supporter of the show. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, these uh, I, the brands did not come to my mind specifically, but. I know exactly what you're talking about there. Um, it, it's like a old-fashioned, uh, you know, everyone in the 20th century as pipe smoking was at its uh, uh, peak, they had their own little way or, uh, you know, effort to make the pipe smoke cooler, right? Uh, you had mm-hmm. your, um, you know, your your filters that were introduced, you had the, uh, you know, the Peterson P-Lip, you had... Um, you know the the EA carry magic inch pipes that had these kind of holes in the side, and so uh, you you had these uh, you had these pipe brands that would have these small uh, little metal outlets uh, with these holes, and it's almost like a little carburetor or something for these pipes. But um, you know, as an opportunity for uh, you know hot air and heat to escape. It would make the smoke more airy. Um, it, it's it's something that um, you know was occasionally used for. Uh, you know, for a pipe. So it, it, it's interesting. You, you could also see where it might be used as a choke for the pipe. I, you know, if you have uh, are trying to uh, keep it lit or something. But, I, you know, my sense is is that these were always used as, uh, you know, some kind of mechanism to make the pipe uh, cooler, uh, which generally I think uh, winds up being a gimmick, <laughs> just to be honest with you. Mm. And that's why you don't see any pipes like that made uh, really anymore. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's something to think about. But, yeah, it, you know, if you are um, – you know, looking at these older pipes, uh, and, and you restore a lot of pipes because it is a fun hobby, Commodore. I'm with you, man. It, there's nothing almost that there's a zen like place you get if you're behind the buffing wheel, kind of getting after, uh, you know, some of these beat up old pipes. But if you go through enough of them, you'll find these little rivet-looking things, like you said, um, you know, and uh, it, with some sort of little little hole in them, and uh, that's that's what that is. It's a you know opportunity for the heat to escape to make the smoke uh, cooler, and um, you know, generally, I think it doesn't really make much of a difference at all, uh, except you know, uh, put something else on the pipe that you in turn have to clean.
0: <laughs> so, wow,
1: yeah.
2: uh, you know, it, I, I don't know, you know, the lady that taught me, you got me started in this business business. business uh gwen reeves precious uh you know uh may she rest in peace she always told me man she said if you ever find metal in your pipe uh throw it out (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know i just uh uh, you know to each his own but anyway um you know it is something that you'll see more uh in a state pipe so great point man yeah i'd love to see some photos of that if you want to tweet
0: those out i love this man so thanks so much for that pipe question commodore kind of a kind of a pipe question mystery Almost, right? Like, like there's, there's this whole question of. <laughs> Where did the holes come from? You know what I mean <laughs> if, <laughs> if, As you uh, you know as someone who restores pipes, uh, especially to the extent that, that you do, Commodore, if you come upon any more mysteries, let us know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Let's right. Let, let uh, John David become the Sherlock Holmes of the, uh, the, the state pipe world. <laughs> Snoop it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the restoration. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But again, thank you so much, Commodore, for that pipe question of the week. And hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, be sure to send it in. show at Country Squire Radio. Again, that's show at Country Squire Radio. Quickfire
1: quick fire with the squad quick
0: fire Jones. ow ow all right here we go man we've got some quick fire questions all right so you know last week we did star wars because uh the mandalorian came out and this week uh we uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking a guess here i you know i don't i don't I, I don't know that we've discussed this much i'm sure we did back in the day but Uh, I I feel like it needs to be addressed. So this last best week. I'm uh, so... Are we yeah, going I, into uncharted territory for you, or are, are, are... I'm
2: I'm about to be I already am thoroughly confused, man. Okay. I, you know, <laughs> for you know, listeners again to peel the curtain back like we do, quick fire questions week by week. Uh, I see the questions the day of uh, when we sit down and get to that point in the show. That's when I see the questions. Um, I'm I'm kind of at a loss here.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Well, this will be this might be a colossal failure then, but at least we're addressing it going in. I'm glad uh, you'll have some answers. It'll be fun. No, all right. So this week, uh, a new Pokemon game came out. Now, list- listeners, longtime listeners, know I am a I'm a Poke fan. I, uh, I you know Pokemon Go when that game came out, we uh, you know I was in, in the process. I had a Pokemon uh, podcast, the Pokemon Go podcast, which uh, did very well. It became the number one video game podcast in uh, in the world, actually, in most uh, most most of the world, a lot of most of the regions. And uh, and so you know I'm I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Pokemon in in a nostalgic sense. Like I played the original game and the sequel game or uh, 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 i think ruby or sapphire whichever one that one was and then you know um i i, I outgrew it as uh, as you do as as i guess you're supposed to do. as it were yeah. yeah uh but but since since having outgrown it uh not only did pokemon go restore my nostalgia i had some kids and my kids are now old enough to play these games <laughs> and so there was a new one that came out this last past week called pokemon sword and shield and, uh, and so, yeah, so uh, I'll I put together some quick fire questions in the in the uh, Pokemon themed quick fire questions. Some of our listeners will love it. Some of our listeners will be as lost as John David and nothing will make sense uh, for the next few minutes here. Are you ready, John David? <laughs> yeah, I
2: just hope we leave it with, uh, you know, enough people not resenting it. <laughs> that's, right. that's my only hope. We'll see what happens. Right.
0: Fire all, away, Bo. All right. This is a 90s question. Now, I know you watched cartoons in the 90s. I, I did. Okay pokemon or digimon i don't know what a digimon is how do you not know what a digimon
2: is (laughs) so i'll go with a pokemon yeah i i don't i don't is that related to those um those uh tamagotchi things that were popular Actually, yes.
0: Uh, they weren't. It wasn't a direct relation. They were actually competitor to the Tamagotchi, but there was a. Uh, it was the same okay. type of era. Uh, for those that that were too young or those that were too old at the time, it was a big <laughs> deal. Like everybody, <laughs> uh, they were selling to kids, these little digital carrying things with a little like a screen that was like a calculator looking screen. Uh, okay. Just the worst, uh, worst graphics. And it had a little, uh, an idea of like a dinosaur and you would like take care of it and you'd have to feed it and clean up after it and all that kind yeah,
2: of stuff. Yeah, Okay. So it is a lot like that. Uh, uh, yeah. Tamagotchi. Tamagot- it, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. That it, it's, a, it's a digital thing that you can in turn kill with your irresponsibility. <laughs> That's exactly and- right. Right. And and then because it's uh, you know, just uh you know, a collection of zeros and ones in a, you know, crummy looking little plastic thing, you can laugh about it with your friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so I think Digimon was like like Tamagotchi was was kind of the lamp that like the 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 you know, everybody knew what a Tamagotchi was, but Digimon came in to kind of create a kind of a hardcore monster action packed type it. of experience type deal or at least that was the idea but they found <laughs> themselves in direct competition with pokemon uh, so anyway all that explanation to say that um, if we're talking cartoon series digimon if we're talking the games then pokemon okay. all right <laughs> all well, right let, so
2: this... let's let's try to suffer through the next couple here
0: <laughs> all right i'm going to i'm going to add a fourth one into this one cuz this is the choose okay. your starter uh, and if okay. you don't know who any of these are, I know you'll know at least one of these: Charmander, okay. Okay. Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Pikachu. All
2: right, I, I'm gonna. I was hoping you would add a Pikachu in there because I do know Pikachu. Yeah, I I, I do. Uh, you know, even uh, folks, I even had friends with like Pikachu, like you know, stuffed animals. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that's really the only one I'm uh, familiar with. Yeah
0: all right there you go i threw i threw that one in as a safety for you uh, you're,
2: you're a kind and, and gracious friend
0: i try i i chose squirtle squirtle was my uh, my starter back in the day uh he was a uh, a water type i was a fan of the water type still am although uh, in sword and shield I, I chose a grass type and that's going to lead us to this next one and it does not have to be pokemon related you could just choose okay. sword or shield sword or shield i'm gonna go with sword uh you know I, there wouldn't be not really a need
2: for shields if there weren't swords yeah, um well, that's a good point yeah i'll go with the sword
0: yeah all right all right fair enough yeah unless it's captain america's shield i'm gonna go sword as well because captain america can make that shield work for him Like he basically wields it as if it's a projectile <laughs>
2: You right. know, I'm a big fan of Captain America. So I know
0: I've I've got you way off the deep end. I'm going to I'm going to pull <laughs> you back here in just a second. I promise. All right. Finally, man, this is this is one that you this is a deep, deep cut that you're not just gonna you're just not going to get. Uh, I forgot my grandson's name. Do you remember what it is? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean,
2: I you know, I, I don't have a grandson. As far as I know, you don't have a grandson. You are thirty-five years old. Um <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that's not the case. I just um yeah, I, I'm I'm at a loss.
0: All right, fair enough. All right, so I'll give a brief explanation and then we can move on from this absolute like just train wreck <laughs> of quick fire questions this week. But uh in the original game, um, you know, I don't know if it was because of the translation or what, but uh, you, you, go, you of course get to choose your character's name that you're playing as because you want to play as yourself. Yeah. But you're okay. also given this rival and the rival is related to the professor who kind of sets you up on your mission. But you're given the option to name your rival. However, narratively speaking, this causes a problem because... The professor introduces you to his grandson, but now you have to name his grandson. So the professor, who's supposed to be like the smartest man in the world, has forgotten his grandson's name and asks if you remember what it is. And that's where you go wow. into his thing. Wow. So it's really okay. it's the question is, if you could choose the perfect rival, John David, what would that what would the name of said rival be? Bo York, wow, <laughs> wow! All right, I'll, I'll go with John David. That was F- followed followed very
2: closely by Brian Brian Levine. Levine. I, I yeah, mean, I think yeah, you exactly. have to. I don't know. His name at least has to be in the conversation, right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. Well, good one. That was uh, that was quick fire questions this week. Hey, send Bo, us some quick my, fire question. You're my
2: favorite. You're my favorite Squirtle, man. I just want you to know that.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. I I, I do what I can. uh Hey, y'all, <laughs> hook us up. uh This was uh, these last two weeks was me, and this is what happens when I come up with quick fire questions. So by all means uh, please send those in quick fire questions some to good ones show at countrysquareradio.com your, your thoughts
1: your, your comments. comments listener feedback
0: all right man listener feedback speaking of uh, our, our our top rival brian levine uh we got a we got a tweet in from him what did that tweet have to say
2: yeah, man. He says, "At my own opinion, uh, he says uh, time for a little public shaming of Bo before I go to the zoo." Uh, there is an Ewok smoking a pipe in Episode Six. Uh, also, I've told you about this before. You are still a Padawan, and uh, I, I noticed he had uh, posted this. I think in our uh, in our Squire Lounge, which I thought was funny. But he uh, posted yeah, it he, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he did. he did. He did. He wanted you know again public shaming with drawn and quartered, uh, you know, raking over the coals, all that kind of thing. He he made sure you were uh, you know legitimate embarrassed by it and so um yeah i mean he he's right there there was a
0: uh, ewok smoking a pipe and um yeah yeah we 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 missed it all right all right so it, it or forgot about it <laughs> it is painful for me to to say this but brian levine clearly knows more about star wars than me uh, uh, uh i know uh, it, it, hurt. It, it felt weird saying it yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but no not only did I get a text message uh, that was quickly followed by like by, while I was typing up the <laughs> announcement that I messed up he had already beaten me to the punch on Facebook on Twitter on the group all over the place so uh, he was ready for that but here's here is what I'm prepared to do John David and I I, I really probably should have pitched this before the show but we're on a tight time frame today um, next week uh, I want to I want to do something kind of kind of a little bit different I want to do kind of a heroes of the bowl focused on the pipe-smoking Ewoks, the, the only people that are, are pipe-smoking in Star Wars. But not just that, because if you actually look at the pipe, uh, it's a wooden stem. Like, it is a specifically a wooden stem, which you see a lot in, in fiction. You don't really see that in practice. So what I'd like to do is actually put together an episode for next yeah, week. Yeah, not that- anymore. That both pays homage to uh to the the Yubnub Ewoks of old, as well as kind of dives into the uh, the wooden stem itself. So what do you say, John David? Think we can make a show out okay, of that? Okay,
2: okay. I, <laughs> I I think we can make it happen. I mean, talk about convoluted. Yeah, no. I think uh I think it's great. You know, we the history of the wooden stem and uh you know the the modern iterations of that. Yeah, it'll be fun.
0: Why not? Plus, this will help clarify for me and everybody else who forgets that pipe smoking is in fact in Star Wars uh as as brian points out he has pointed that out to me before and i I keep on forgetting but no more after next uh, week
2: other than job of the hut because we you know you did you did pull that one out that's a hookah. but yeah 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 yeah. all
0: right man (laughs) finally we've got an itunes review in from deputy 514 what did deputy have to say
2: yeah, he says, I'm a newbie pipe smoker and just recently discovered this podcast in early October. Uh, between this podcast and Muttonchop Piper on YouTube, I have learned a lot of information about pipe smoking. I listen to this podcast while at work. It really helps me pass the time, and I learn something in every episode. Uh, thank you, and keep in keep up the great work. And that's from Deputy514. And uh, man, gracious, gracious comment. We're so happy that uh, you're, you are smoking a pipe. Stick with it. Enjoy it. Find some good resources out there, and um, and we're we're glad to be counted among those resources. So, um, yeah, thanks a bunch, man. We're so so glad you found us.
0: Absolutely. And uh, John David, you know, I need to tack this in here at the uh, the tail end of the show. I probably should have mentioned it at the front, but I'll mention it at the top of next week. Um, we are getting to that time of year again, where uh, we will need to start taking in suggestions and for uh, for for the best of categories for twenty nineteen. Um, Yeah,
2: that's right, man. Coming up really soon. That's always a fun uh, episode where we're talking about, uh, you know, the best of in the pipe world, right? Exactly. uh, You know, tobaccos, pipes, accessories, anything out there that's pipe related. um, You know, we try to do that uh, towards the end of the year. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So send us, uh, yeah, send us your, uh, send us your nominations.
0: Absolutely. So it should be, it should be good. What we'll do is, um, I think we'll probably go exclusively through social media this year. Uh, so there will probably be uh, you know a couple days over over the course of a few days. I'll post out the category, and people will be able to kind of respond or comments to that post with their recommendations. And then based off of kind of pooling those recommendations, we'll determine who our finalists are. And then of course the uh, the winner will be. Uh, selected and, and announced uh, at kind of the top of next year. So um, yeah, anyway, all that to say, we'll have more details next week, um, but just kind of be thinking about that if you want to kind of comb through the archives to, to take a look at what came before. Um, y'all, special thanks uh, again to uh, to uh, Buck Buchanan, who is coming on board with the show notes this week. Really excited to have those. Um, looking forward to, uh, yeah, I know that's been a, an oft-requested feature, and so uh, without him, it would not be made possible. So shout out to Buck uh, for taking that on this week. And uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I think this is uh, this is good kind of a little bit of a shorter episode um, this this week, but uh, it, it was kind of one of those one of those weeks. It's a time crunch, you know sometimes we have them <laughs> every, every once in a while we do every once in a while we do, and this is definitely one of them but great great information here, and you know we'd love to see if you're uh you know buying some uh, some pipe gifts uh yeah, I guess you can't really share them to us because you don't want to reveal them, but hey if, as you're opening up your packages uh from uh you know from uh, i guess thanksgiving and christmas or or whatever holiday gift you may get uh yeah show show us uh, show us what you got we, we'd uh, we'd love to see what um which end up getting in this year, and uh, and sharing that all all across the old social medias. For example, you can follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio is the show. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. You can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Country Squire Radio. But all that information and more can be found at Country Squire all right, man. Well, good deal. Well, uh, yeah. Go. Dude, it's, I had fun, man. It's great. Yeah,
2: let's go uh, Go buy some tobacco gifts. I think t- it'll be good. It's, it's that time, man. Getting get the list. I want to receive Jackson. all the tobacco gifts. I don't yeah. want to give them. I want to receive them yeah. <laughs> and then smoke I, them.
0: <laughs> I feel very proud that we did kind of acknowledge at the top of the show this is about gift giving, but we didn't specify why you're giving a gift because, as we mentioned before, this is still pre-Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it ain't Black Friday yet. That's all I'm saying. No, that's true. That's true. So (laughs) the gift may be for yourself. Could be for yourself. Could be for a birthday. It is up to you, anyway. Hey, man, let's go have a week. See you, brother.